Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Spurs Cast with your host, Paul Garcia. And welcome back to another episode of the Spurs Cast. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the Wemby at the 5 lineup in the Spurs' new starting five. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. So it has been um, quite a while since I've last recorded a Spurs cast episode. It's been a little bit over a week. And uh, the reason for that is because our main topic, which is Wemby at the five now in this new Spurs starting lineup, our main topic, the Spurs have only used this lineup in three games. So I really wanted to get get a, 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 a not a, obviously not a big sample size, but just a, a bigger sample size, size than just maybe like one or two games. So um, let's first discuss the last four games for the Spurs, and then we'll kind of do a deep dive on the um, Wemby at the five lineup. So let's go back to last Wednesday uh, for the last four games. The Spurs are on the road at Minnesota. Um, this was the this was the game that was scheduled since the Spurs did and the Wolves didn't make it into the in-season tournament. So the Spurs um, are on the road. They led for most of the first half, uh, but then the Wolves did take over in the fourth quarter uh, and they ended up winning by eight. Minnesota did. So it was a close game throughout those San Antonio battled there um, on the road in Minnesota. Then on uh, Friday last week is when we saw we saw our first um, uh, we saw for the first time uh, that new starting five of Wemby at the five. So so um, the Spurs are hosting the Chicago Bulls in San Antonio. Um, the Spurs led by 13 in this game in the first half, but then the Bulls took over in the second half uh, and they won by nine. Uh, Wemby, though, in his first start at the five uh, ends up with 21 points, 20 rebounds and four blocks against Chicago. Then on Monday, the Spurs go um, of this week. The Spurs go on the road to Houston, uh, who they've already the Spurs have beaten uh, this season. And so this was a close game throughout. It was a really rough night to watch offensively. No, neither team could really make a shot. Um, so the Spurs specifically shot five of forty-one from three, one of their worst three-point nights of the season. Um, Houston did, did take, even though it was a close game throughout. Houston did take over in the second half, uh, and they ended up winning by eleven. Houston did. And so uh, one thing, one good sign for San Antonio in this rough shooting night was that it was their best defensive night of the season. So they held the Rockets under 100 points. That was their first time holding an opponent below 100 points for this season. Uh, Wemby again had a really um, um, good night there at the five where he ends up with 15 points, 18 rebounds and five blocks. And for the Spurs, one bad mark for them was that they set the franchise record um, with 17 losses on the, in a row on this night when they, when, once they lost to Houston. And then the most recent game almost felt like, you know, it was a loss. It ends up being a loss for the Spurs, but it was almost like a really bright spot for them, just the way they battled in this game. So the Spurs are hosting the Los Angeles Lakers who are on the second night of a back-to-back. And so LeBron James was out of this game due to injury. Uh, the Lakers pretty much led very comfortably for most of the game. Um, they, they ended up um, leading by as many as 20 points in the second half. However, in the final two minutes, uh, the Spurs really made things interesting. So let's just kind of do a quick little recap of the last uh, two minutes and 14 seconds. So at the 214 mark of the game, the Lakers lead by 10. So, you know, you might think it's already over. No, the Spurs really battle back, especially Wemby does a lot here uh, in these closing minutes. So uh, Keldon Johnson gets a tip and layup uh, to get the, the to get the, the lead down. Then uh, the, the Lakers get a miss. Um, and then on the next on the next possession, the Spurs uh, get Wemby the ball. He makes this, he makes a spot up three. Uh, then um, the Lakers get another miss on the other end. Um, 
but uh, the, who is it? I think Brandon gets the offense, gets the defensive rebound. He's about to pass it, and Anthony Davis comes up with the steal, and then Davis finishes it, it finishes that play on the other end for another two points. Um, then on the next possession, the Spurs um, go back to Wemby. He does like uh, Davis is guarding him out on the perimeter. He does like a step back to the side, um, kind of three pointer, and he makes it. And so, um, and then um, Brandon ends on another. So the Lakers, uh, I think, turned over, missed the shot again. Spurs get the ball back. Brandon makes another um, late game layup. And then, uh, and then the the Spurs get the ball back again after another stop against the Lakers. But then, uh, and then Wemby gets the free throw, and he makes one of the free throws, but he misses the other. And um, and then so basically, with 22 seconds left, the Spurs are only down by one. So again, this shows the potential that that you know what what Wemby can do on on the floor there, where he can really turn around a game very quickly. Within so again, they were down by 10 with two minutes left, two minutes 14 seconds, and then with 22 seconds left, they're only down by one point. So it just really showed that capability um, of the Spurs to really battle back there. And and the Lakers ended up. Um, you know, putting the game away and, and and holding on for that for that very close win um, on on this night, and then just Wemby again at the five in this game, uh, he ends up with thirty points, thirteen rebounds, and six blocks in this game. So Wemby had a, had a very good night there uh, again against the Lakers. And so, unfortunately for the Spurs, they were underdogs in all four of these games, and they ended up staying underdogs. Or they lost, or they went zero for four in these four games. So where are they now through twenty three games of the season? They are now three and twenty overall. They are in the midst of an eighteen-game losing streak right now. They do have a bottom three record um, with the Detroit Pistons and the Washington Wizards. And um, you know, it's not the eighteen losses in a row is a lot, obviously, but it's not the worst in the league right now. That belongs to the Pistons, who are twenty, who have twenty-one losses in a row as I record on um, Thursday evening. So, so you know, it's it's um no no wins still on the board since the last podcast, uh, but there there are some signs of improvement. So here's what I mean. So right now. Uh, uh, where did the Spurs rank uh, overall? This is per cleaning the glass. They are still bad on offense, 29th overall on offense, but defensively, they made some big strides here. They're now 24th on defense, according to the cleaning the glass. And that was one of those those um, those questions that I had is like, you know, we what, you, you want to see them make some sort of improvement defensively. And so that was my, my question is like, I had originally asked you, can they get from like 20 to 25 range? Maybe they won't be an elite defense in year one of Wemby, but can they make some, like some, some ground up, like, or just like, just improve a little bit. And if, if they can hold something like that, just stay within that, that range. Um, you, you obviously want them to improve and get better than, than just 24th defensively, but that's still better improvement than where they were just a few weeks ago when they were like 28th, 29th on defense. So it's only 23 games of the season. It's still a very, it's still um, very early in the season, but they're showing some improvement on the defensive end. And specifically, according to cleaning the glass, they have the 10th best defense in the last two weeks. So, so again, they're showing some on the defensive end, at least they're, that they're showing some improvement. Offense is another story as we're going to talk about here in a bit. Um, some unfortunate news for one of the Spurs players, and that is Charles Bassey. Um, he got he got dealt some unfortunate news um, uh, this past week. So on Tuesday, the Spurs announced that Bassey um, underwent an MRI, which revealed a torn left uh, anterior cruciate ligament. Um, and the injury happened last Sunday in the uh, in an Austin Spurs game when Bassey was playing with Austin. Uh, so he's going to be out for the rest of the season. So that's really unfortunate for Bassey. He was playing really well as the backup five, um, where he in, in 19 games he averaged 3.3 points, um, 73% shooting. One of the you know he never really missed in the, in the restricted area or the non-restricted area. Anything in the paint Bassey was making this year, even though he didn't take a lot of shots. Um, he was collecting four rebounds a game, 1.1 assists, and even like when I plugged in his numbers on the per 36, he was always besides Wemby was number one, obviously defensively, but then below him was was Bassey like right there in, in most of the metrics in terms of per 36 metrics um 
And so it's just really unfortunate for him. So, so you know, one of the questions is like, why was he playing in Austin if he was still playing in so well in San Antonio? Well, because of this new starting lineup that the Spurs have where they have Wemby starting at the five, that meant Zach Collins had to go to the bench. And now Zach, Zach Collins becomes the team's backup five. So there went all of Bassey's minutes. So the Spurs had sent him, uh, Bassey, and, and Sandra Mamakelishvili down to Austin to get some minutes. And then, unfortunately, Bassey did get hurt in that game. And he is out for the season. Um, just basically because of the way the Spurs' new lineups are going, uh, I don't, you know, um, uh, Zach Collins is getting those minutes there at the back of five. Wemby's there at the, at the starting five. And then um, you would expect if if uh, they go back to the traditional model with, that they had originally, which was which was Wemby and Zach, if that ever goes back to be the starting lineup, well, that, 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 gives a, that would give Dominic Barlow a very good chance of getting some of those back of five minutes. But for now, they're basically um, starting with Wemby, bringing Zach off the bench, and then, and then um, just bringing Wemby back in. They, they've only been playing with two bigs in these last three games since they started this new lineup change, the Spurs. And then on a Thursday afternoon, there was a, there was a roster move by the Spurs. They um they they uh they made a two way uh, change here on, on their roster. So they waived Serge Ibari Rice, who was on a two way contract, um a, a guard, um who is who who went undrafted at out of Texas, and he had played he had played pretty well in summer league. He didn't get much of a run, but he had been been in Austin, so he he gets waived. And then they they announced that they signed David Duke Jr. today uh, on on that vacant two way two way roster spot. So. Uh, Duke Jr. has been playing very well in the G League with the Delaware Bluecoats. He's a 6'4 guard who, um, uh, in 11 games with the Bluecoats, he's averaged 21.7 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 4.1 assists. Based on what the the lineups that Pop has used right now, which is, um, you know, he's he's basically using the new starting five. He has a uh, Doug McDermott getting minutes off the bench, um, uh, Julian Champagny, uh, Jetty Osmond, Zach Collins, and then Trey Jones. I don't think that you know, um, uh. What's his name? Uh, Duke Jr. would get any, get many minutes just initially, just because we haven't seen uh, Charles Bediaco getting minutes. We haven't seen um, Dominic Barlow, not Dominic Barlow, um, um, uh, the other player who's on a two-way contract. We haven't seen a lot of those players um, get minutes there. Um, yeah, it is Barlow. Okay, we haven't seen those players get a lot of minutes right now with the San Antonio team, so I do expect... Um, Duke Jr. to continue to get some some minutes there now with Austin, uh, and so um, one one thing that um, um, one of my friends uh, Matthew Tynan, who runs the uh, the um, the the uh, was it Substack? Yes, the Substack uh, corporate knowledge. He reported that um, that if Jabar, Sir Jabari Rice clears waivers, he is expected to sign a you know end up in Austin on on, on a G League deal. So so the Spurs could still have a, uh, Sir Jabari Rice uh, you know as part of the as part of their organization there uh, in Austin. So that was some some late um, so some some updates on team news for San Antonio. And now our main topic of this episode is let's just kind of dig into the the new starting lineup because you know this obviously you know it's an 18 game losing streak there's not a lot to to talk about right now when, when the team hasn't won a game and you know it's already what December 14th yeah they haven't won a game since I, don't, I think it was like November 2nd the last win um, and I was actually going to initially talk about the third quarters because that's kind of been one of the paths that's I mean one of the one of the the uh, consistent things that's happened for this team is that they play pretty well for a first half and then the third quarter comes and they lose their lead and then uh, you know the other team ends up winning that's kind of been the, the theme of these losing streaks but they've actually um, been a little bit closer here in some of these third quarters so that's why I kind of went away from that topic and now it was really my interest is this new starting lineup just because it's like it's just like a new a new a new group to watch um you know it, it's it's a very small sample size just three games but i kind of want to dig into some of the numbers and what we're seeing here um observation wise uh with this new starting lineup with Wemby uh, at the five so so the new starting lineup is uh, malachi branham devin vassell Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Sohan, and Victor Wembanyama. So those, so those are the five players. I guess you could say Branham's the point guard in this lineup. But really, Branham, Keldon, uh, um, Sohan, Vassell—they all kind of move the ball around. They all—they all try to initiate the pick and roll, um, try to do dribble handoff kind of actions, things like that. So, so they don't have like a set point guard. Basically, whoever has the ball, they kind of initiate the offense in this new system. So, in 119 possessions, 
the Spurs have a minus 9.3 net rating according to cleaning the glass, which obviously, you know, minus 9.3 sounds bad, but it's actually not that bad compared to some of the other lineups they had out there on the floor uh, before. So their issue with this lineup right now that we're seeing very early is offense. They are, they're, they're just not a good offensive team. Uh, so, so far in the numbers that they're showing, they have an 89.9 offensive rating, according to cleaning the glass, which is in the first percentile, which basically means last amongst them, all league lineups. Uh, when you look at percentiles, however, they have a very good defense with this lineup. They are, they have a 99.2 defensive rating, which is 95th. That's elite. If you can be in the 95th percentile. The only bad thing for this is that it's a very small sample size, just really three games. They, um, I had looked up the numbers before Pop tried this lineup out, and he had tried it just, um, just for a, just for a few possessions. It wasn't a lot, and they had a, they had bad numbers then. It was like a minus sixty two point something. So I really wanted to see what does it look like after a few games. Now three games is obviously still very small, but um, I, I am I, it's just it's just something interesting to watch because we're seeing uh, some success uh, with this lineup right now on the defensive end. So when you compare that, again, it's a small sample size to the lineup that had Zach Collins at the five, Wemby, uh, Sohan at the point, Vassell and Keldon, the old starting five, we, we would say that that lineup had um, 192 possessions together and they were minus 20.7. So again, new lineup minus 9.3 uh, net rating, old lineup minus 20.7. So there is some improvement already that we're seeing compared to the previous lineup. So why was this change made? According to an interview that Zach Collins gave, I think uh, I had seen this on Tom Orsborn's um, Twitter feed. Uh, he had mentioned, Zach had mentioned that basically it was about lack of spacing because the Spurs were struggling from threes. Um, you know, and Zach's been, you know, Zach's a player who had been struggling from the three-point line a lot of his threes are attempted at wide open i think that last time i ran my, ran my numbers over the over the weekend it was like 82 percent of his threes are attempted wide open he, he was he wasn't getting a point per shot on those shots and so because of the lack of spacing where which i spent a whole episode on, on three-point shooting me and colin reed did a whole um, breakdown of the spurs's struggles from three uh teams had just been packing the pain not really guarding anyone and so um that looks like that, that looks like the reason why they wanted to to move to to move Zach to the bench and then uh, have Wemby out there as, as the main big with four you know guards or wings out out, uh, out flanking him and so again defensively this is working offensively there's still some struggles so let's first talk about um the offensive stats according to cleaning the glass so you know, overall, when you look at their four factors of, of the offense, they're pretty much bad across the board. None of those, none of those, um, none of those, um, that lineup doesn't have any many good stats there uh, offensively. One thing I do like that I see, and I, that's this is why I want to I want to wait and see, um, you know, what this lineup looks like in twenty games, just like the first lineup did, like in twenty games, is I really like their shot diet. So here's what I mean by their shot diet: they with this current lineup, uh, starting five, they're really going away from the mid range. They're really just either trying to get into the paint and score at the rim. Or they're taking shots from three. Now the problem, though, is that they're not making they're not making their shots of, uh, efficiently at all in any of those areas. So they're really struggling with their with their accuracy in, in almost all areas on the floor. But again, it's just a three three game sample size, and and a huge chunk of that is that Houston game where they just shot terrible as a team, and even Houston had a rough night shooting the ball. So I do wonder. By game 15, game 20, if, if Pop is still going with the starting lineup, what do these numbers look like if the percentages start to bounce back? Because again, that is that that that's a good sign that they're actually taking a more modern approach with it with their with their shot selection if they're going away from the mid-range. And you just think of a player like Wemby, a lot of his points right now that, that he's been scoring um as the new starting five have been at the rim because he's either um, you know, he's either rolling or getting post position down low, or he's or he's popping out and, and kind of standing out at the three-point arc, and he's not having to settle for some of those mid-rangers that he was that he was um taking a lot of. Um, early on, uh, you know, in most of in most of the season, so that that's one part of it. And then, of course, you know, if, if he's spacing out, then there's there's more uh, avenue for the, for the players to try to penetrate. So again, I kind of wonder what this lineup will look like offensively. The numbers, if they could, if these if the players can start uh, making some shots here. 
Uh, and then, you know, turnover percentage is obviously still an issue, uh, even with this lineup, because they don't have a consistent, you know, they don't have like that, that, that traditional point guard out there on the floor. So, so, you know, different ball handlers are out there and they're, and they're still, and they're still losing the ball. And, and I'll get into some of the individual player numbers here in a second, but now, uh, so, and then also one more thing before I go into defense is uh, in the half court, they're also not, not doing very well. They're, they're scoring 80.6 points, 80.6 points per 100 uh, per half court play, half court play, uh, according to clean the glass, which is, which is really bad. So, so again, offensively, there's still a struggle. I do like the shot selection on offense right now, what's going on, but so let's kind of just wait and see, you know, what do those numbers look like, uh, you know, in, in a larger sample size, but some of the numbers that look very good in the small sample size are the defensive numbers, like we mentioned, or like I mentioned. So, uh, so what, what are they doing well on defense in this lineup? According to their four factors, um, they have a, their, their opponents aren't, aren't making a, a good percentage of their shots either it from the two or the three. So their, their effective field goal percentage, it's in the 85th percentile, really good right there. They're uh, they're not giving up a lot of second chance points. Um, their offensive re- their opponent offensive rebounds percentage is very low. That puts the Spurs in the 78th percentile. Again, a very good uh, percentile you want to be in. They're also with the starting five not putting a lot of opponents on the free throw line. Um, their free throw rate is 82nd percentile, which is which is again very good if you're in the 80th percentile or above. Um, so they're not putting their opponents on the free throw line. And then um, they're also just barely over league average and creating um, turnovers for the other team. So uh, they're, they're, um, they're in the 57th percentile in opponent turnover percentage. So they are forcing a, a little bit more turnovers than usual. So when you look at where opponents are shooting against the Spurs in this new lineup is one good sign is they're completely going away from the rim. Um, they're, they're really uh, not taking a lot of shots at the closest point uh, near the rim. Uh, they're uh, th- that's in the um, for opponents. That's in, that's in the ninth percentile. Uh, they're also taking a lot more floaters and mid rangers. Um, but uh, still a good amount of threes. They are they are also sixty fourth in the in the in the half court defense, which is again uh, um, above league average right there. And then uh, one thing though, because they're missing shots, the Spurs on offense teams are still getting out in transition against them uh, in the in this new lineup. So so again, um, there's there there are some positive defensively. There are some positives defensively um, when you just think about this lineup with with Kelton, uh, Sohan, Wemby. Um, uh, who is it? Vassell and and Branham. They're they're pretty much you know aside from from Wemby and Sohan, a lot of those players are kind of like around the same height ranges, and so they can switch defensively uh, one through five there um, at, at multiple positions. And then of course you got Wemby protecting the the paint now, and he's he's average he's he's obviously he's, he's in his last like six games he's getting like four blocks, four blocks, one block, four, five, and like six blocks. He has some some crazy numbers there uh, defensively there uh, at the five. So so. Um, Again, defensively, it's looking really good with this lineup. But again, we do want to caution that it is a small sample size. And so now let's just look at um th- just just again these last three games against the Bulls, the uh, Lakers, and I forgot the middle game was oh the Rockets. Okay, so so let's just look at the the offensive numbers and the individual players. Some some of these numbers uh, in these last three games. So uh, Wemby first, um, he's averaging twenty two points on eighteen point seven shot attempts. Um, you know he's he's grabbing seventeen rebounds in the last three games and also five blocks per game. And then we look at his um, moving the ball, um, three assists to three point seven turnovers. So still too many turnovers um, for him, uh, where he's averaging more more turnovers than 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 assists. But again, he's really just you know as the as the the, the lone big guy out there now, he's really just cleaning up the glass with with seventeen rebounds uh, per night in these last three games. And then of course, like I said, anchoring the paint uh, with five blocks and most of those inside the paint. Keldon Johnson's been playing very well now uh, with this new starting five. We're in the last three games. He's averaging 20 points on just 13 shot attempts a night. Uh, really has the three ball going. He's shooting like 42% from outside. He's kept the Spurs in games because of his, his, his outside shooting. And he's doing a great job too with ball moving. He's averaging five assists right now to just 1.3 turnovers um, is Keldon uh, whenever he does try to, you know, attack, attack the defense and kick out to his teammates. 
Uh, Malachi Branham um, is averaging 14 points on 10.7 shots. So, um, you know, also, you know, put, put, putting up more points than, than shot attempts there. Um, and he's also averaging three assists to just two turnovers. So, again, at least one, one, one assist better than his turnovers. And so the two players, uh, just offensively, again, we're just focused on offensive here uh, because, again, that's where they're, that's where this lineup is having some issues. It are, uh, Dev, are Devin Vassell and um, Jeremy Sohan, who are having some struggles right now in, in these last three games, um, uh, they're on offense. So so Vassell's averaging 12.7 points on 15.3 shot attempts. So, so again, very uh, having, had a, having an, uh, an inefficient time right now out on the floor where he's, um, he's just taking three more shots than he's actually averaging points. And then also um, moving the ball, he's doing okay. He's, he's averaging 3.7 assists to just one point seven turnovers so so that's okay he's averaging two more assists than turnovers and then sohan um there at the, at the I, I guess you would say the four now uh he's averaging 5.3 points on 8.7 shot attempts so it's kind of like Vassell where he's taking more shots than even getting the, the points and then um his turnovers are still uh right there almost like where he's averaging 3.7 assists to three turnovers so almost the same he and Wemby were like the team leaders in, 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 in turnovers for most of the season and so that's kind of still following the same path there uh for this team so so again I, it's only been three games I'm eager to see where uh these numbers go uh, after like game 15 or 20, again, one, one good sign for the Spurs is that even before they made this lineup change, their defensive numbers are improving overall. And, that, and that's a good sign for the team that they're making at least on one end of the floor end of the floor. They're, they're making so, some improvements here. Uh, and that's what you want to see in, in a, what's looking like a, another developing um, learning kind of season. Um, but of course, you know, as we see now, um, wins are not still not coming on the board. Uh, they're at 18 losses. I know that on Friday um, after LeBron sat out on, on Wednesday, it's probably, it, I, I, don't, I haven't seen the Lakers injury report as I'm recording this, but it's, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, w- I would be shocked if he doesn't play in that game. So I think LeBron might possibly be back, which will be a tougher test for the Spurs to try to try to get a win. But, um, you know, even though it's it's 18 losses in a row, again, I think I think the team feels a little bit better uh, coming off that loss to the Lakers just because of the way, again, they were down 20. They fight back. Uh, so far, things are looking really good um, with that new starting five in terms of defensively. They're, they're looking they're looking really good there. And then, of course, Wemby's just, you know, just just being a monster out there with the, with the numbers that he's putting up um, lately now that he's um, the, the starting five for San Antonio. So thanks for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Spurs cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by Paul Garcia. From all of us at Project Spurs, stay safe and have a great day.